Welcome to Awards Radar, the podcast, a weekly discussion of the awards races, Hollywood news, and the films you should have on your radar. Here's your host, Joey Magidson. Hey, everyone. Um, moments ago, the Oscars ended, and we're in our in our haze talking about it. So consider this a bonus episode, our, our hot takes and instant reaction to the Academy Awards. Um, Steve is with me. I'm here. And I'm Joey, obviously. Uh, Miles is is not able to join us. He was um, at his brother's wedding and um, travel did not go well. So he will be back on the normal episode. You guys are hearing this, I believe, on Monday. Thank you, Steve, for doing this in a matter of hours. And um, we'll record our normal episode in a day or so, and it'll go up on Thursday. And that'll be our like full talking about it and getting into how things happened but uh, today I just want to do like a quick sort of like gut reactions to things, um, the wins and like the events of the show. Um, what events? Yeah, nothing happened of note. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I yeah, like we're we have some strong opinions. I might not have as strong an opinion as, as some just because some personal stuff is distracting me. Some of you know what's going on. Some don't. Um, the ones who reached out, I do. I do. Thank you. If I didn't respond it's not anything beyond I, you know, I'm sort of talked out in some ways and also just, you know, I'm not doing great, but don't worry about me. I'll, you know, no one needs to fear about anything besides like me being sad. Um, enough about that. If it comes up in conversation another time, we'll talk about it for now. Um, the Oscars, because that's what you guys care about. Um, Steve, what was your gut reaction to the show overall before we get into specifics was it good was it bad better than expected worse than expected um it was about where i expected it to be uh the winners i was pleased with i had picked many of them so there wasn't that moment there was very rarely a moment that i felt like you know fingers crossed i was just like okay this is gonna happen so there was that that lack of intensity that I usually have, or like me being really uh, you know, kind of connected to it and and, and all in. Um, and then uh, when it comes to the actual show itself, I thought the production felt un Academy Awards like. Um, you know, it, it felt closer to Golden Globes. MTV blockbuster you know, with the hint of, of, of Academy Awards. It just didn't have any kind of regal feel to it. It just felt like a show that I would typically not give 100% of my focus to. And every year since I remember being every year since I remember you know, as a young child I would watch the Oscars and I would be 100% in and I'd be Completely, like, don't talk to me, don't call me, don't text me. This year, I was like, eh, let's see what's going on on Twitter. I was like, just, I don't know, something wasn't kicking for me. You're right, similar, um, at least in terms of always watching. Like, aside from being sort of a little kid and, like, being sort of at the mercy of, like, what your folks are watching. And, like, even then, I would watch bits of it before being sent to bed or, or before, like, you know, whatever. Um, but as in teenager into adult years... I think it's been a pretty steady stream of at least 15, 
if not 20 years of watching every bit except for like one year when I was at college I uh I had to like work my my college like telefun job and missed like the first couple awards I missed like I think it was Penelope Cruz and like Dustin Lance Black like winning you know that year like just a couple of awards at the top um but aside from that yeah I watch everything and and I mean yeah like personal life involved like maybe that disengaged me a little bit but also I don't think the show was was fully engaging um some of it was their their attempts to be a little more I don't know if it's hip or, or modern like you had said something about like the MTV movie awards type kind of situation and yeah, I don't yeah. think it was quite that but that's an exaggeration but yes yeah they it, it wasn't it was only like sporadically classy if that makes sense and like i don't need it to be like a stodgy stuffy affair like it has been in the past but i do like um it feeling important if it's self-important sure like and that's kind of what it is it's self-important because it's a private club essentially giving themselves awards but um the like kind of undercutting themselves was not thrilling to me and like certain things worked and some things worked in spite of themselves, and a lot of things didn't work. Um, and the winners were largely good. Um, you know, I think a lot of that depends on your feelings about Coda. Um, and I guess to a different extent, Dune. But, um, like, my predictions were fine. We'll do that with Miles on, on Thursday. We'll talk about everyone's predictions. I think I went 19 for 23, so, like, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, like, I i don't want to say i was let down or disappointment just because I, I don't like know my feelings very well right now but um there was not a full-on sense of like this is a totally special event yeah um that's so exactly it that's exactly yeah. the feeling i had and it wasn't like like you're saying the jokes that were kind of almost self-deprecating i mean like, some, taking were, hits some at, were good well, some, some were not they were funny but thing is though there's funny and there's funny jokes. They just don't feel like a good fit for yeah, like after what? How many years are we at? What are we at? Ninety fourth Academy. Ninety fourth. Yeah, it's not uh, time to start uh, re-steering the ship that much. I mean, it's, that's obviously what they're doing, and like, yeah, the the bigger things they did didn't make a huge dent, but like, you know, what benefit was there with that like fan vote thing? Like, you could barely tell what was happening. Like, I didn't realize that. Like, oh, Army of the Dead won? Like, whatever. I don't hate Army of the Dead. But, like, I couldn't tell that that was the winner. Like, it seemed like they were just counting down, like, some films. With that, just for from a production side of things. And the, and the Twitter moment also. Put the, put the damn category on the screen the whole time so when you're watching it, you know what you're seeing. Or, like, have a, a, a clearer countdown. Like, I couldn't yeah. tell that they were saying, like, this is number four in the vote. This is yeah, number exactly. three. Like, exactly. I didn't gather it was until, like... Because then wasn't Tick Tick Boom in that list? Yes, it was in the. Because that threw me off. Also, I was like, "Wait, Tick Tick Boom cracked like the top five of this? Like, like cool, I guess." But also, like, what? It wasn't until that like Johnny Depp movie that nobody's heard of um, showed up. Because I remember it was getting the like it was getting boosted. Same thing with Cinderella. Yeah, where did that come from? And same thing with like the Twitter moments. Like, you know, like whatever. I mean, obviously, you can tell the Zack Snyder people like ginned up the vote, but like it like. It was, in one sense, it was so thrown off to the side and didn't matter that, like, I can't be annoyed about it for more than, like, a tiny bit. But at the same time, this is why you needed to cut categories. This is, like, what you... And, like, 
they didn't even like do a very good job with that because they mostly left them intact. They just like trimmed them. Yeah. So all you did was like the Rizamed's like either producing partner or the person who directed that short didn't get the talk on the on the telecast we saw. I'm assuming they did, you know, at the pre-show. But who who's to say? You know, like to cut out like a couple seconds of people walking to the stage. What what did they replace it with? Um, you know, like I I don't know that we needed to have the white men can't jump reunion. Yeah, or the COVID like joke have, that went on forever. I mean, the COVID joke was was cute if it had been like a quick thing. Like I like that's the thing. Like I don't think the host did necessarily a bad job. I think. It- it's I just think, you I don't think, cut things for that though. That's the thing. Yeah, you like, cut eight, like I you think, cut eight categories. So how do you say, oh man, I really needed that? No, you didn't. Exactly, because really like, sure, you want to make room for the Academy Museum. Great, you should be promoting the Academy Museum. Like, have a commercial. Yeah. Or do a normal Academy Museum like featurette as opposed. To, and I think one wow. year they did. Like, like a couple of years ago, didn't Tom Hanks narrate a like coming soon? How about this? Do the eight categories that you were going to cut from the museum or something connected to it. Make it yeah, part or at of, least like, of the show. Yeah, or but, do that like – or if you're not going to do it as part of the show, maybe that could have been yesterday or yeah. you know, like Saturday. Or maybe that could have been Sunday afternoon. But like we're showing it and like yeah. we'll, we'll still work it into the show like they're planning. But if you want to watch it, you know, Oscars.com or, what, or YouTube channel, like whatever. I'm sure it's – we'd still be annoyed but like – at least give us the opportunity. Um, Host-wise, I think they were fine. I think I think Amy Schumer did pretty well. I think you know people don't who don't like her are never going to like her. I largely like her. Um, I think having only a third of what you would have normally had if she was the host was was oddly beneficial. Um, and like she didn't really have a bit, so that was helpful. Um, I think Wanda Sykes was funny mostly, but like had bits that were terrible. Like the she torpedoed the Academy Museum thing because it became a comedy a comedy thing. So like, am I supposed to be like I've been there? It was wonderful, but like, you don't get that sense in that in that like sort of skit that she did and the thing with like King Richard. It was like fine, but also I don't I don't get it. like and Regina Hall was fine, but just I didn't I didn't get where she fit. Um, so like yeah. I, I, they didn't they didn't move the needle in any way. She was actually my favorite one of the three. Uh, just having her would have been a great host. I mean, they never would have picked her because she's the, the the smallest name. She was great, and we didn't need the over the top. We didn't. Th- I think the Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes comedic tendencies is what made it feel like this is not the Oscars. So with Regina Hall, though, I think she could have carried the show. You know, add, added the, the pieces of humor, and without taking away from everything else that we're typically expect from the Oscars. Well, that's why you, that's why we've, I've, I've long said, like, I just want like a charismatic actor or actress to host. Yeah. If you're going to have it, like, like, like that's what she is. She's an actress, mm-hmm. you know, you could have, you could have like, you know, let it be whoever, if you want it to be yeah. Tom Hanks one year, if you want it to be, um, you know, you could go down the line and find various younger, older, male, female, you, you can, you can get diverse, which you should like, you can, you can then find a number of different angles to essentially move the show along. And like, the only thing the host needs to do is do the opening bit, like a monologue, you know, make fun of like some of the people there, make fun of some of the movies there, introduce the people who are going to like present the first award or second award. And then they're gone for a while you know, 
traditionally. They'll pop up usually for like a bit, but instead you could pop up for like a check-in and then kind of wrap up the show. But also they're always either so desperate to end on time or running so late that it's always a, like, we're, we're, we're great. Goodbye. It's never a, a full, like, like that's the thing. That is one change. I really wish people could make is like, no matter what time you end, there should be like a solid 90 seconds where the host ends it. Like, Oh my God, this happened. Thank everyone, you know, thank everyone for watching. Like this was a celebrate, like put a, put an ending on it. And they never do that. It's always like, good night. And, I, I, I don't know. Like, that's why, you know, late night hosts would host for so long because they know how to keep a show moving for the most part. So like, even if you don't find them funny, they don't really impact the pacing. You know, Jimmy Kimmel wasn't slowing the show down ever. Um, whereas like, a, you know, uh, not so much Seth MacFarlane because I think people just didn't like what he was doing. I thought it was whatever. But um, fucking Doogie Howser like brought the show to a halt with his bit. Um and that's not that's not helpful. And I'm also spacing on his name. It's not meant to disrespect him. Um, so Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, I knew it was a three name, and I'm just I'm tired, guys. It's one I name. Gotcha. Um, like, yeah, I, I, th- they didn't do anything either way. Um, the bits were still bad, and th- and we didn't need the the clips. Like the the, the Bond one was pretty solid, but also if you're not going to bring out the the surviving actors like what's the point besides it being a cool clip like they did it with the godfather even though the clip was kind of whatever and you know there were little like clips sometimes it was like oh here's a clip from from juno to introduce the juno people to do original screenplay like sure that's cool but like if you're not going to do that for everything it just seems sort of random and tossed off so yeah yeah there's, there's so much about it so with the three hosts less is more you didn't you definitely didn't need three like i said uh regina hall would have been enough for me i'm sure you know she's not a big enough of a of a name so that works against it but you know what how about taking a bold swing and saying we're not going to do it and we're gonna let the award speak for themselves and the host will be a person and then maybe this will be the, the what elevates some her to to a new status and says hey you know what she was great bring her back next year but they didn't take totally. that approach so oh well that doesn't happen my biggest issue i, I didn't really i usually get the chills during those montages yeah. and even bond, which I love bond. And Same. I was like, eh, that's all right. It was kind of, it was like the expected bond montage. And, and really, like you said, bring up some of the surviving bonds, bring up some of the villains, bring up anybody to make it feel like a moment. And it just felt like, Hey, uh, want to buy some bond DVDs? Cause we're selling them on, uh, Oscar or ABC.com right after and then, oh, one of the worst moments for me was, wow, what a great win by, uh, uh, was it, for? I think it was after Encanto. And they said, by the way, uh, take a look at this featurette about uh, Lightyear coming out on, you know. In a yeah, that weeks. was a weird, like, transition. Like, if you, like, I'm fine with them, them putting up things to, like, watch. Like, I think that's great. Like, you know, in the way that the Super Bowl is, is great for yeah. promoting movies. Like, the right. Oscars should be promoting other movies, but... I didn't get um, why you would you would have like Chris Evans sort of like half-heartedly do that. Well, the thing is, though, it, what it pointed out was he knew beforehand that wasn't live, so that was yeah. a pre-cut. Like, which means like, so it was all in the cards. I'm like, oh, that kind of felt 
I don't know, felt icky. Yeah. I was like, and then that's I not know what the Oscars are supposed to be like. Yeah. And yeah. I know you weren't wild about um, the In Memoriam. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, I cried because I'm a sucker. Yeah, but I, I th- it, was more, it was more about the production value. They should have had the singers off to the side and yeah. given them their moment and then given the, the people who passed on, all these people who died. I was so, it was so distracting. You, you didn't know where to look. So yeah. you have these great singers, yet you're looking down at them and like, wait, who? Oh, wait, oh, crap, someone just passed. And and yeah, usually, I mean, yeah, yeah. and there were very few. Uh, I like when they do sound bites. You know, a little. Yeah, they didn't from, really do the sound bites. I no. like the people. Yes, I love that. Um, like I thought, like that was so. You know, like granted, I'm. It's currently not taking much to make me cry, but like when um, Jamie Lee Curtis, who I didn't really know has anything to do with Betty White, but was basically like saying, you know, the way you can honor her is to is to mm-hmm. welcome a. Welcome a rescue dog into your home, which, you know, I'm an animal lover to begin with. And like, you know, thank you for being a friend. Like I, and I'm not like the world's biggest Betty White fan. I don't dislike her. I just, I don't have the love that everyone had because I wasn't really a golden girls watcher. Like it wasn't, she wasn't like the icon to me that she is to other people, but like, I know she meant something to people and that moment was super touching, but yeah, like also having like the music playing. I, I, I don't know. Like, Spirit in the Sky was kind of a weird choice. Yeah, it was too all over the place. And, and that's the thing. It should have been one song. They should have started with the singers. They could have done, you know, had the singers up here in the middle. Had the, I, I loved uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Bill Murray. Bill Murray was great. He, he underplayed it, like, really well. I like yeah. the idea of, like, this was, a, this was a simple guy. He was a refugee. He, yeah. he, got to, he got to live his dream. He got to make movies. And... He got, you know, he got married, he married a pretty girl, like he said, like, you know, that was what he wanted. And he had a family and that's what he wanted. And you know what? His kids that he had, now they make movies. Like it, it was a very good way to do, you know, I don't think anyone thinks of Ivan Reitman as necessarily a master of the craft. Like, I think he's an amazing comedic director, but like, you know, he's not, aside from when he produced Up in the Air with, with like Jason, like he was never going to be there. But the idea of... This is a guy who, like, got to live the American dream, got to, like, make movies, got to, like, get married and have a family, got to see his children do well. And, like, you know, well, we don't know for sure, but for all indications, like, got to die, like, not happy necessarily, but saw that he had done something and that his family was going to lead a better life than he initially had. And, like, what more do you want? And that was very underplayed and very perfectly done by like a Bill Murray who's not an emotional guy. Like he was the perfect person to be like he was he was a good dude and like just he had a good run. And he like, had good he he made good films, he said. Something like that. Yeah, he made a he made, I think he said he made a couple of good films. Yeah. Um like just real underplay. Like that was that was great. Um the other really great moment was Troy Kotzer. No. Oh, yeah. Um it just it's there's something that is very emotional about the the hands like doing doing the um the ASL applause when he wins. He gives a very good speech. Obviously a little less funny this time than than the other ones, which is always the case. All the funny speeches turn into slightly more serious ones at the Oscars, but like, you know, we always love a they'll never you know, it's disrespectful to say they'll never be there again, but like this is the opportunity to honor him. You know, it's never going to be a more perfect role. Um which is a shame because he's clearly a very talented actor. But um that he did a great job and that was undisputedly great. And then, um, 
I, and there wasn't like a worst moment per se. Like the ones that we didn't like, we didn't like. I think the 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 categories being not done live were worked in like mediocrely, but like I can't like get my dander up. And then obviously the Will Smith thing happened, which is probably what people want to hear about. Uh, and like I, I also enjoyed Ariane DeBose. I thought she was great. Yeah, she 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 has such vibrancy when she yeah. speaks and like clearly is like I can't believe this is happening to me. That even like someone like me who's like I I mean I'm I'm less moved by the performance than most. Not that she's bad in the movie, but like I didn't see her as a standout in the way that everyone clearly did and that's that could just be me. You know, that that happens sometimes. But like you can't not be be happy for her because like who who's not happy for like a young exciting actress being excited um which is the exact thing that you want to see it at the oscars you want to see someone moved by a speech um as opposed to what happened with will smith which gets a lot of like yucks and stuff and 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 leads to an interesting speech by him which we'll talk about in a minute but like what happened before that is at best embarrassing and at worst yeah, you know way worse like so everyone knows what we're talking about, but for anyone who doesn't, um, Chris Rock was doing the uh, best documentary feature category. Crazy that this is how this began. Um, and because he's Chris Rock, basically did a, a little short um, monologue, like he would if he was the host, just making fun of a couple of things. And like, it was fine. And then made a made a joke about um, Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, hair. She had very, very short hair at the time at the show. And which I think, other people had commented on as like, Oh, what an interesting fashion choice for, for better or worse. And I, um, apparently she has alopecia, whatever. I mean, whether that's something that is well known or not, doesn't really matter for this, but, um, she seemed upset by it. Will Smith seemed upset, you know, but we've seen bits before where someone makes like an angry face and then they move on. But he, uh, got up on stage and, and smacked Chris rock and just sat down and apparently had said, keep your, keep my wife's like name out of your fucking mouth because of this the the audio went out so only people in the room knew what he said and chris rock just sort of stood there waiting like i thought maybe like his mic had been broken but like so just stood there for a little bit and then kind of was like well that was the craziest bit of television ever and then sort of moved on they did a double tape delay because he paused and then they paused him again because they didn't had no clue what to do and i at first i was like was that a bit because it didn't yeah, look like it, a real it hit. It was a bit. And then when I saw uh, Lapita's face behind him, and I, I was reading his lips, I was like, oh, wait, no, no. The Oscars yeah, yeah, did not I have s- a bit where he's dropping the F-bomb. And Yeah, once I saw the once I saw what he was saying or, or got an idea of what he was saying, I was like, oh, no, that's, that's definitely for real. And also, it was just such an awkward, like, it looked like he was getting ready to punch. Yeah. And then at the last minute, like, either had second thoughts or just, like, I don't know, like, like he pulled himself, essentially, and kind of just, like, smacked Chris Rock. Like, I don't even know particularly hard. Um, it didn't even, like, initially I wasn't even sure if they connected. But, like, Chris Rock just sort of, like, recalled more in surprise, it looked like, than anything else. And just sort of stood there stunned. And then you could just hear, like, sort of a buzz in, in the audience. And then they kind of went on as normal and apparently... Denzel Washington and I forget who the other person was took um, like Will Smith aside to like calm him down and basically be like you need to get a hold of yourself like you're probably winning an Oscar in about 15-10 minutes like 10-15 minutes like you need to like compose yourself and and I like somewhat to his credit I think he 
he kind of addressed it in the speech. It still sounded mostly like the speech that he was planning on giving with, you know, extensions. Um, though he didn't, like, per se, like, apologize for anything. And I thought that was a, a weird move. Not even to Chris Rock. Like, Chris Rock, you know, made an insensitive joke. And I'm sure he meant nothing by it. And if um, Jada Pinkett Smith does suffer from alopecia, he should have known. And if he didn't, you know, I, 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 I don't think most jokes get to be, like, off the cuff. You know, I feel like these are mostly run by someone. Like, somebody should have known. Or even been able to, like, whisper to people, like, just in case, like, don't make that joke. Um, but, you know, it doesn't, he's not, he's not right. He's clearly wrong. But, like, Will Smith is also wrong. That's not what you do in a pub- public forum, let alone at a, like, awards event. Because look what happened. Like, Questlove wins the Oscar for Summer of Soul and nobody's thinking about him. Nobody's talking about him. And, you know, even he, like, he was definitely, like, happy to be there, but kind of felt awkward and wanted to just kind of get off the stage. And that's not what you should want to do with your with your Oscar moment. And, like, all the other people surrounding him, like, I don't know if it ruined their night. It probably didn't. But, like, it's, like, you're among a lot of other people having a special night. And, and I get it. You're upset. Like, Will Smith has the right to be upset. He probably should be upset. But, like, you can handle that 10 seconds later when the commercial break happens. You could, during the speech, like, get up and go talk to him in the back. You could, if you want to hit him, go hit him in the back. Yeah. Like don't don't do it in front of everyone There's because no place for that. Yeah, like there nobody looks good in that situation. And like I'm not telling him how to live his life. Like I you know have have blown up at people for for insulting people I care about, but the way it was handled was poor. And just now that's a joke. Yeah. And it took nobody's going to think about and King Richard suffered because of it. Like, again, yeah, like not not like my favorite movie in the world. I thought it was fine. But, like, nobody's going to talk about King Richard as an Academy Award. It's going to be about, like, Will Smith punched Chris Rock then had to sort of talk around it when he won his Oscar a minute later. And it's going to be, like, a trivia that it was for King Richard. Well, they had a tweet that went out shortly after from the King Richard account uh, congratulating him. And every single comment was about Will Smith punching somebody and the violence and, and all that. So yeah, he's, he's done more damage than good. And I thought his speech was disingenuous. If, if there was not a punch or a slap or whatever it was 15 minutes before, it probably would have been his best speech uh, in this whole award season. Um, Cause I often felt he was going on and on about, you know, kind of patting himself in the back and, just I, I didn't care for his speeches. And this one, I was like, well, it really actually uh, hits home a little bit more. But you just punched somebody. So now I feel like your publicist said, hey, hit this point. And there, and there is a photo of his, of his publicist, of course, at his I shoulder. I think it was several people, several yeah. people I think, it's, who were like, you need to yeah. address this. And I think you sort your, of – Here are your bullet points. <laughs> he only kind of half addressed it. Yeah. So, like, he, there was no apology. But also um, – when you create a show, it's kind of like an, a, a Ricky Gervais level of comedy at times. It's like they almost, you know, you, you, you made your bed, now sleep in it, or whatever that damn saying is. He went out there, and it was seemed in, in kind of in tune with the rest of the night. It's like he wasn't going out there and saying something outrageously uh, upsetting, or it wasn't a, a straight-on attack. He made a comment about her hair, and honestly, unless you knew the backstory, which I'm sure most people didn't, 
then it's it really it was it was a harmless joke. G.I. Jane, he's referencing a what twenty five year old film. Big deal. Move yeah. on. Like, like yeah, he was he made a jerky comment and and yeah, but it was it, it wasn't like it was out of line with other comments that were made. You know, they made the joke about J.K. Simmons uh, comparing him to Timothy Chalamet, like after the long Oscar season or whatever that joke was. There were jokes that were, you know, I wouldn't say well, mildly distasteful, but they were jokes, and you get on. And this one was one that was maybe ill-advised, or he, you know, completely ignorant of of her scenario. So when it was said, it seemed harmless and struck a nerve. But that nerve should have never been uh, led led to him being struck, and 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 it was a it's a shame because that's all everyone was talking about. I had friends who said, I'm not watching the Oscars this year. I really have no interest, blah, blah, blah. And I got texts from them saying, because yeah, we, we should be talking about Coda. We yeah, should be we should talking be talk- about, exactly. And like, that's what we're going to talk about on, thir- on, on Tuesday for the podcast that you'll guys will hear on Thursday. Like we're going to talk more about all that. Um, but the fact that like, we're doing like a quick thing here and most of it is about stuff that wasn't the winners. That's, that's a shame. Like, you know, Coda went three for three and, and did it. And, Ironically, I think was the second biggest winner of the night because Dune almost swept the Tex. Um, Power of the Dog only won one Oscar. There were no real, like, aside from, I think, animated short where nobody had a chance. Um, nothing was a shock, win-wise. You know, everything that I got wrong, of the, aside from animated short, the three others that I got wrong, two of them I could have... If I had um, broken my rule of not switching things and switched things on Friday or Saturday, and also like if I had been in the, the like capacity to do it, given what was going on, um, sorry to keep talking around that, I uh, you know probably would have gone twenty-one for twenty-three, which is not to like make an excuse, but like you know, Encanto was probably always going to win animated, and yeah. I think we we kind of talked ourselves into. Yeah, you prediction. talked me into it. Damn it! I I had yeah. to. I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I don't. I want to support it. I want to be happy when it wins. And then Mitchell's versus the machines did not win. And I'm like, yeah. son of. A I bitch. mean, the editing thing where where like Dune wins editing was. Yeah. I mean, that was if that. I think some of that was depending on how much you had Dune winning. It wasn't beyond the realm to give it one more. And then with uh, with score where I went Johnny Greenwood, they were like I said, uh, I was going. The hunch of Power of the Dog can't win one Oscar. That seems weird, even though it made more sense just in terms of looking at the races to have it win one, even though it doesn't yeah. pass like the smell test in a way to only win one. And oh. then obviously I, I like I told you guys, I had been at that event for Power of the Dog where they played it live and like there was a definite effort to get it over the finish line in that yeah. category more so than than in like editing, production design, cinematography. I did the same with editing. I switched it to the power of the dog and, and I felt it has to win more than one, but honestly, you know, well, we'll get into it on, on the upcoming yeah. episode, but I, I was talking about the Oscars and my predictions and settling on Coda and the narrative actually made sense and it actually came to fruition and I stand by it. So like I said, we'll, we'll, that's a tease. We'll discuss it more uh, in the next podcast. But, you know, I, I just thought, shit, you know, the power of the dog has to hit more than one. It has to. After after this season, it's been the talk pretty much since 
even before it came out, well before it came out, it was a, it was a Jane Campion film. It was on your list for uh, you know a year ahead predictions. Um, it, it it had all the markings of a film, and then when it came out, it's a great film. I I loved yeah. it. I thought there's you know so much to admire about it. I mean, like we said, Belfast, Coda, Power of the Dog. They're three great films. Yeah. So I mean, there's was, other great films in that lineup, but those are just the three that were in the lead. But I thought I I just thought it was there was going to be more to it, and I'm like, damn it! And I switched I switched two, and they both both cost me. But in the end, you know, it was pretty much it was a Dune Dune night, and everything else, all the other chips fell where they expected. Dune Dune and Coda, yeah. and I think did I I don't I'm thinking if anything else and Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye was the se- third biggest Oscar winner. You with two, right? Of the night. Yeah, with two. Yeah. Nothing else had two. I think everything else was one for West Side Story, one for King Richard, one for uh, Power of the Dog, one for Belfast, um, one for Encanto, one for No Time to Die, and then one for Drive My Car, one for um, Summer of Soul, one for Cruella, like, and then one for the shorts. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was something. Like, that's that's sort of how things are going lately. Like, we spread the love, and, like, one thing does decent. I mean, we don't usually have a six, like we do recently. Um, it's usually, like, four or five, and then there's one thing or two things with three or four, and then there's a couple with two, and the rest have one. So, like, we, we've normally had a, a slightly different split, but this could be how we're heading. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about that more when we have Miles. I just... I wanted yeah. everyone to have some content with us. Uh, Miles, like, obviously, would have been here, and we would have done a slightly longer episode. But it works out this way. You guys won't feel like we're fully repeating ourselves when we do the full episode. But this is uh, this is a way to have some content on Monday, besides looking at like the results. Because also, I think we all just kind of need a day um, or two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like yeah, I Steve feel cold is... cocked by this whole awards. Oh yeah, Steve. and like you're essentially like turning your attention to Emmys now. Yeah, oh, definitely. Hey, uh, one, need... one thing I want to bring up before we do leave uh, this, because yes. I don't know if we'll bring it up again. Uh, I thought it was disgraceful, the handling of uh, Hamaguchi. And when they tried to play him off? They're playing him off before he finished his first sentence. And I was like, damn it, people, give him a second. And then he started to tell you, then he was rushing through it, and it felt there was no flow to it. You know, they didn't have a translator, or there's nothing there. Well, yeah, I think he had the translator next to him. Yeah, but maybe but, because of the the rushing, didn't do it. Oh, like it decided terrible. to just and like he's fine. He speaks he speaks English more than more than well enough to give a speech. He shouldn't have ever been like embarrassed if that was a thing. I don't know, but like feeling rushed and like worried, yeah, took a took a moment away from him. On top yeah. of the fact that because it's international, it's not technically his Oscar. Yeah, but still, it was it was a shame. It was a shame, especially you know it, it showed up in Best Picture. This was his chance to talk, and. Instead, they're playing him off. I doubt that was going to be a speech, and uh, it's a shame. And that's where you, you know they had time to go into a COVID test and and pat down actors and uh, objectify uh, some of the uh, hunkiest actors out there today. Yet they don't give this guy thirty seconds. You know, and they again, still went. I call like, bullshit. Was it thirty-five minutes over or something? Yeah. forty-five minutes yeah. over. When they like, promised they like were going to a very long show. Yeah. Which is just further proof that it's not going to matter. I mean, um, I guess by the time we record on Tuesday, we'll have the ratings. I'm sure they'll be mostly bad. Um, oh, 
I'm sure they'll get one more thing. One more thing. Encanto. Uh, We don't talk about Bruno. So my daughter stayed up for that. And then they gutted it. And it was a different version. And it was, my daughter's like, what? This isn't the song. I'm like, boy, you do not know how to do things right. If you're, if I thought they're putting that song in there to target a, a new audience, a new generation of film, you know, film appreciators of film fanatics, you know, people who'd come mm-hmm. in and say, I'm going to watch it next year and see what, what happens next year. Nope. They watched it. And they, my daughter pulled out her phone. She's like, look at, this is how the song actually plays. This is yeah. nothing like it. They messed it all up. This is terrible. I'm like, well done Oscars. Even, even amongst the, the new, you know, you're trying to bring in an audience. What, what do you want them for half a, half a, what is it? Half a song before you stripped it down and be, made it something unrecognizable. Such a shame. It's, it doesn't, I don't know. They couldn't get out of their own way. That's yep. how it they was. were self-inflicted wounds yeah. to go along with just an, an oddly vibed and paced show because of what they had already Frankenstein the show into. So, yeah, yeah we'll I'd be curious what Miles has to say. We'll um, take some questions then. So, guys, if you have any guys, girls, everyone, if you have any questions, definitely uh, send them over to us. Um, Steve, where can you be followed and uh, give us a final thought? Well, you can find uh, a lot of my work, by the way, on awards radar of course which i never i never mentioned but yeah look for my work there and as uh emmy season kicks in there'll be a lot of great interviews and uh, just great coverage across the board on that you can also follow me on twitter where i make uh, i try to make witty comments uh, about whatever's happening in the world today and often just depress myself uh you can also find me on letterboxd where i tend to put some stuff here or there and finally uh listen to my podcast the verse where you don't have to hear my voice so there's a plus but you uh, do get some of my uh wit and charm and i think my good looks show up in the logo so uh there look you for that. <laughs> uh yeah you can follow me joey maggotson facebook twitter instagram letterbox all that stuff uh wars writers on the general social medias um yeah and uh hopefully we can, uh, you know, we'll talk more about this. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm so drained by life. So I'll just sort of end by thanking everyone for the, you know, following us this season. Continue following us. We'll talk more about it on Thursday, for Thursday. We'll get into next year before you know it. And uh, again, to those who, who reached out to, to check on me, I, I appreciate it. And, like, obviously I'm here, proof of life. Um, and... You know, if I if I choose to speak some more about what was going on, you guys will know. If not, just know I do appreciate that there are people who care. Um, and while it doesn't make a tough time easier, it is comforting in a way that um, I guess it would be all the worse. So, like, from, from Steve on down to some of you who I didn't, uh, you know, acknowledge. But I don't mean not to. It, it does mean a lot to me. Thank you, guys. And, uh... Thank you for everything. We'll, we'll, again, as always, see you at the movies. Good night. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and to visit awardsradar.com for the best in awards and entertainment content.